Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Reading today from Paul David Tripp's Journey to the Cross. This is a 40-day Lenten devotional, as it is the season of Lent, 40 days leading up to Holy Week, Passion Week, as it's called, uh, leading up to uh, our observance of Good Friday and the crucifixion of Jesus, as well as the glorious resurrection that we celebrate on Easter Sunday. And I'll just be reading from uh, a variety of different uh, uh, devotional books that have been put out for specifically for that season. I want to read the parts of the introduction here from uh, Paul Tripp's Journey to the Cross for you today. On the leaflet on the inside, it says, Lent is a time in the yearly Christian calendar when we mourn our sin and let go of worldly things that keep our hearts from experiencing God more fully. But how do we reevaluate and recalibrate the values of our hearts to match those of our suffering Savior? In this 40-day Lenten devotional, best-selling author Paul David Tripp advises us to set aside time from the busyness of our lives to focus on the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus. Um, each of these short readings encourages us to abide in the abundant joy found in Christ as we encounter the Savior more fully and follow him more faithfully during this Lenten season. So uh, depending on which stream of the church you may have grown up in or may be familiar with, or maybe you weren't even ever in a church before and you're just now learning of Lent for the first time, but typically... Um, it's a commemoration of the 40 days of uh, fasting and uh, the temptation of Christ out in the wilderness. Um, so it's a kind of a combination of his, his, his time of trial and temptation in the wilderness and then the journey toward the cross, which of course be the climax of his suffering on our behalf to pay the price for our sin and all motivated by his great love for you and his great love for me. And so all along uh, throughout the next uh, few weeks, we'll be reading some selections that really the narrative of it begins uh, like in Luke chapter 9 and toward the end of that chapter and, and moving on forward. If you happen to be wanting to read through it uh, in the gospel records, you're welcome to do that. Um, here in the introduction to Journey to the Cross by Paul Tripp, he writes this way, it's good to mourn, M-O-U-R-N. It's good to mourn, it's healthy to be sad, and it's appropriate to groan. Something is wrong with us. Something is missing in our hearts and our understanding of life. If we are able to look around and look inside and not grieve. In other words, we're just ignoring it. We're anesthetized to it. Um, we're denying it. Some Something is wrong, is what Paul Tripp is saying. I think he's right there. You don't have to look very far to see that we live, work, and relate in a world that has been twisted and bent by sin, so much so that it doesn't function at all in the way God intended. And that could be said of our own personal lives. It could also be said of the global situation uh, and the conflict and the wars and the rumors of wars and all of that. It could, uh, all of this is a result of sin. All of this is a result of our wanting to have our own way and to live our lives apart from God, even if we say we believe in the existence of God sometimes. The sin-scarred condition 
of the world is obvious in your home, your neighborhood, your church. Paul Tripp says, we see it in government, politics, business, education, entertainment, and the internet. And before anybody ever thought about tweeting, self-righteousness has always been a problem with the human person. We have this arrogant notion that we know better than others. And uh, even our cynicism is a, is a, a sort of a fruit of our arrogance, isn't it? Oh, I know better. Oh, that couldn't possibly be true. I know better. I've learned that before. I couldn't possibly learn anything new. And here, Paul Tripp quotes from Romans 8. He says, Paul the Apostle captures the sad condition of the world in the three provocative phrases that should break our hearts, subjected to futility, verse 20 of Romans 8, in its bondage to corruption, verse 21, and in the pains of childbirth, verse 22. We should be rejoicing, people, because we have in the redemption that is ours in Christ eternal reason to rejoice. But this side of our final home, our rejoicing should be mixed with weeping as we witness, experience, and sadly give way to the presence and power of evil. Christ taught in his most lengthy recorded sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, that those who mourn are blessed. So it's important to understand why. Mourning means you recognize the most important reality in the human existence, sin. Mourning means you've been hit by the weight of what it has done to you and to everyone you know. Mourning says you've considered the devastating fact that life right here, right now, is one big spiritual war. Mourning means that you've come to realize as you get up in the morning that once again you will be greeted with a catalog of temptations. Mourning means you know that there really are spiritual enemies out there meaning to do you harm. Mourning results when you confess that there are places where your heart still wanders. But mourning does something wonderful to us. The sad realities that cause you to mourn also cause you to cry out for help, rescue, forgiveness, and deliverance of a Redeemer. Jesus said that if you mourn, you will be comforted. He's not talking about the comfort of elevated feelings. He's talking about the comfort of the presence and grace of a Redeemer who meets you in your mourning. He hears your cries for help, comes to you in saving mercy, and wraps arms of eternal love around you. It's the comfort of knowing that you're forgiven, being restored, now living in a reconciled relationship with the one who made you, and now living with your destiny secure. Mourning sin, past, present, and future, is the first step in seeking and celebrating the divine grace that is the hope of everyone whose heart has been made able to see by that very same grace. So it is right and beneficial to take a season of the year to reevaluate, recalibrate, and have the values of our hearts clarified once again. And Lent is such a season. As we approach Holy Week, 
where we remember the sacrifice, the suffering, and the resurrection of our Savior. It's good to give ourselves to humble and thankful mourning. Lent is about remembering the suffering and sacrifice of the Savior. Lent is about confessing our ongoing battle with sin. Lent is about fasting, and not just from food. We willingly, joyfully let go of things in this world that have too much of a hold on us. And Lent is about giving ourselves in a more focused way to prayer, crying out for the help that we desperately need from the only one who is able to give it. For 40 days, you can use this devotional. He's talking about this book right here, Journey to the Cross, that he's written. You can use this devotional as your stimulus and guide as you stop, consider, mourn, confess, pray, and give your heart to thanksgiving. May you step away from the tyranny of a busy life with its seemingly endless demands and consider the most important thing that's happened to you, your most important struggle and the most wonderful gift that you have ever been given. And as you do this, may you open your heart and your hands and let go of things that you not only hold, but that have taken a hold of you. May this free you to seek your Savior more fully, to celebrate him more deeply, and to follow him more faithfully. Together we will follow Jesus on his journey to the cross. The horrible public sacrifice of Jesus should ignite not only our celebration, but also our mourning. The cross confronts us with who we really are as sinners and what we need rescuing and forgiving grace. How can you consider what Christ willingly suffered because of our sin and not mourn the sin that remains? How could you consider how lost you were and how spiritually needy you still are and not celebrate the grace of the cross? This will be a devotional of celebration and self-examination. During our 40 days together, may your mourning increase so that your joy may deepen. Let me say that last sentence again. It's worth repeating, isn't it? During our 40 days together, and he's talking about if you were working through this book, Journey to the Cross. During our 40 days together, may your mourning increase so that your joy may deepen. May you groan more so that you would pray more. May your sadness ignite your celebration. And may all of this result in blessings that are too big and too obvious to miss. Amen and amen. That's the introduction to Paul David Tripp's book, Journey to the Cross. I'll read from it again uh, several times here during the Lenten season of this year. Let me close this in prayer. Lord, thank you for your journey to the cross. Thank you that you came and gave yourself for us. Now may this Lenten season, as we come before you in prayer, um, as, as some may uh, choose to set aside something that has a grip on them, uh, but more importantly, may we pick up those things, those habits, those disciplines, those practices that actually draw us closer to you, Lord. But as we do both of those things, um, 
as we lay some things aside, as we pick others up. May your Holy Spirit do a great work in us. Um, uh, Awaken us to the grace, the amazing grace that you have shown and to, for us and, and lavished upon us uh, in your journey to the cross and in your glorious resurrection. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. This podcast is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. Don't forget to also subscribe to one of our other podcasts, Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas. Beginning next Friday, March 4th, and every Friday following during the season of Lent, we invite you to join Kim as she looks at the story of Jesus' last week as told through classic art, prayers, and scriptures. You can subscribe now to this weekly podcast on all major platforms, including the Village Chapel YouTube channel. You can find accompanying resources at lent.thevillagechapel.com. If you find this or any of our other podcasts beneficial, leave a review and share them with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Keggie.